literally when I met you, Sarah Wong, it made me want to focus more on sketching. Instead of getting better at modeling, I was like, well, so what you gonna do? You gonna get better at her in modeling? You know what? Just just get better at sketching and team up with her. There is no point in feeling like a rivalry against her. Like, you're dumb if you do that. And during my internship at NASA, I actually uh, got to meet an architect. She said for like a firm to succeed, they have to have the alternating personalities. They had to have like the drawer and they had to have the builder. There had to be one of each. If both of them were the same, then she said the firm does not do well. Good morning and welcome to Sorry I'm in Studio, a podcast delivered to you at the most productive hours of studio, 1 a.m. Sunday night. Hi, I'm Natalie. Cadmiel. I'm Sarah Wong. And today we're interviewing Sarah Wong, one of our classmates that we love. All the podcast team loves you. And we were like, why don't we interview her? You've been here before during the, in the jury episode, right? What you doing of your summer? Keeping around with small like in, uh, projects like crocheting and um, my uncle and I were playing around with Mobius curves and then we were trying to make chairs out of them. So that's been fun. So you're just training for next semester? Yeah, that's kind what of. I, oh my God, she is. <laughs> A more relaxed studio preparation. Yes really good to have you and yeah we wanted to shine a light on you today what i really want to know is how did you find industrial design and like why did you choose to pursue it just to give you a little bit of background so when i was 12 years old i got two strokes and i had lupus which was kind of like a physical and mental disability and then i also had uh, dyslexia so I had a lot of trouble during school and it like I dropped a couple of grades and and it just was a huge struggle. So um, during high school, I tried taking a test to see like a cognitive test to see where I was. And then uh, I found out that my reading and comprehension, reading comprehension skills were at the third grade level. And I was like, so like broken and then at the same test i found out that was in the 97th percentile in 3d visualization so i was like okay that's something to go for (laughs) and then uh, i also found out that minor cognitive um, impairment meaning i had super bad memory and uh like I have a hard time like with language and stuff. So I had a really hard time in the subjects and then I struggled so hard in things. But because of that test that I took, I wanted to figure out how could I utilize that that skill that I had. And so um, my dad was like 3D visualization. So let's try uh, um, CAD. 
to see how well you do in CAD and drafting. So I was like, okay, I'll try that. And so I tried, so I had a mentor who taught me how to do the CADs and stuff. And then I was like, okay, I, I got this. There was one thing I'm good at. And, and then, and then I just, my dad was like, okay, why don't I take you? Uh, he works at HP. And he was like, why don't I take you to see the industrial design department? I was like, what kind of department is that? And so, um, like he's the, uh, was it electrical engineer? And so, uh, we, I grew up in the family of engineers and my brother, my mom, my dad, my grandpa and uncles, they're all engineers. So I had that kind of environment. Um, so I went to the industrial design department and I met, uh, Michael Dillon and he was a former industrial design student. I think he recently graduated. And then he told me about the industrial design program at U of H. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Maybe I, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Maybe I can do it. Like originally I, I wanted to do like nursing and stuff or maybe business. And then like, because like I kept failing at like memorization, I kept failing at reading and then, and stuff like that. I was like, yeah like I can't find a major that would fit me. And then when like he was talking about these skills and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try it. And then, so that's how I found out about industrial design. Wow. You had like this talent that was hidden and like it couldn't shine in high school, but like me, when I knew you, I was like this, how is this girl so good at doing industrial design? Yeah, I agree. I re specifically remember we were in Moore's studio together first semester, and I remembered you did this acrylic um, Willy and Cube thing, and you put, you used two different, like, um, colored acrylic, and you put, like, Conan in, like, the clear ones to make it look like clouds, and I was like, oh my god, this girl is amazing. She's gonna go places. Me, I remember second semester when we did those simple form the circle the cone and we had to shape them with foam right and we had three trials to get it right and in order to like carve a sphere you kind of need to use templates like normal people we use templates and like carve for a long time and Sarah Wong just took a block of foam and carved a, a sphere out of it, like first trial, and she passed the first time. And I was like, what am I doing in this degree? But you were very kind to also help me to get, to carve my own sphere and stuff like that, so I could pass too. So that's kind of incredible that, you know, like it wasn't obvious to you that you were good at the beginning. I didn't know what would happen when I joined. Like it was so unknown because I'm used to like, failing and failing at almost everything and then i'm like maybe this will work maybe it won't and so when i tried it and like it i got it i, I was like maybe this is the direction that god put me in or something and i was like this is incredible or something <laughs> it yeah. felt so power empowering to kind of like do something right <laughs> i know being that good i had kind of a question for you what? Do you feel competitive 
This is what we say sometimes when you're not there. Like, Sarah Wong is such a great... She, she does such an amazing job. But at the same time, you always help everybody the best you can. Like, you lend us your lamp, like, when we were making this... I made, that, like, this flower pot. And you were there, like, you, did, you, had, you were done with your project, but you stayed in studio to help those who kind of needed help. And we were like, well, like, there is nothing to hate here. She's better than us. And she's also helping us. <laughs> like, how unfair is that? But, like, do you even feel competitive at all? Like, how does it work? I mean, I'm not good at everything, you know? I didn't grow up sketching. Like, the only art class I took was in middle school. Sketching, I'm, like, terrible at. I admire you, Canville, because you're, like, way better sketching at me. So, not, like, during the sketchy time, I'm, like, trying to improve myself. And try to like see what did Canville do? Like he's he's amazing at that. I feel like the strongest point for me is like model making. So uh like it just kind of makes sense how the shapes come together, but then for some reason I can't visualize the shape onto the 2D paper. And so I think that like in that aspect I feel like it, it's it's rougher for me. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's the problem for me in studio. <laughs> I think the problem for me is that I don't know when to stop because I'm so motivated to keep trying things and keep going. I think my biggest weakness is I forget how to stop. Like when is the the pushing, playing myself and when it's the overdoing it. So that's, I think, my weakness in studio. <laughs> What would you tell somebody that comes into this program and he's like, oh my God, I suck. Like, you know, because we all do that, right? We look around at what other people are making and you're like, dang, this one is like better than mine. Like, am I supposed to be here? Like, what would you tell a student that's struggling like that, I guess? Um, don't give up. I mean, you got like, there's a reason why they... They kind of look like that. They keep the person who did that. They kept trying and trying again. It, no one ever gets like necessarily the first try. It only takes like a lot of like uh, trying and failing and saying what what did I do wrong in this aspect? And you you can't give up on on what you have. You got to keep trying over and over again. Like some projects, I remember the paper pulp project. I tried. Uh, was it 26 uh, test tests and then I had eight study models and then I just kept trying and trying over and over and again to, until like I got it right. So it it takes a lot of patience and a lot of perseverance to get it, but you just can't give up. So we are in this program together, like we've been in the same, I guess, program in digital design. And I mean, with the pandemic and stuff, we were not that weak co-ed like in the building in person but you know how it goes at midnight everybody kind of go crazy <laughs> i wanted to ask you like what can you tell us like, one of your best memories at the co-ed yet i remember there was one night that uh the, all the boys and i think it was first first semester all the boys were playing baseball and then i was like having a heart attack but at the same time i thought like 
this uh, I guess they're having fun and then I guess the time where like we're just all in there together trying to figure things out like trying to figure out how to spray paint something that was just so hard oh everyone's like <laughs> spray paint sand spray paint sand we can't figure this thing out <laughs> I've never seen so many people pulling with no an all nighter together in the class. That was crazy. Almost everybody was there during that week. Oh yeah, everyone's there. Like if someone's there, they're in trouble. <laughs> how was ID being online for you? Like how did that affect you? Honestly, I'm an introvert. So, <laughs> like, being in my little corner, working on things, I don't know, it, it, it kind of worked, it, it didn't bother me that much being at home, so I just kind of did my thing, and then, like, I also dragged Samantha, be my minion, and uh, if, if I need, like, to do multiple things, like, multiple steps, I would be like, Samantha, you could do this, and I could do this, it's just repetitive, so... I don't think it's cheating that much. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's was, fun. That was weird. Like, <laughs> what do you prefer online? Like, what aspect of online studio did you like, and what didn't you like? I didn't like the part that like I didn't really get to see people and what other people are doing. I don't, like the final presentation. I was like. Oh, that's what they did. <laughs> but, but the the thing I liked was that, um, like, I don't know. I feel more focused going and like there's less noise and like it's more quiet. And so I think I kind of work better and like get more things done. Um, but I do miss the part where like you can just have a break and talk to the person right next to you and get to know them and. Uh, um, see what they're doing and kind of get inspiration like online you just have to think of everything yourself and kind of hope that it's okay <laughs> are you coming back this fall yes i am let's go i'm gonna be online oh no <laughs> no but i'm gonna come and like annoy um cadmiel and like emron and stuff so it's gonna be fun you're gonna see me like this I was sleeping during studio. That's what I think we've me. all fallen asleep in studio. No, no, like I, I wasn't sleeping at night, so I knew my spot when my teacher was gonna like. You were always my... at the end. I don't know yes. how that <laughs> I was always at eleven fifty, so I was like, I would just log in, turn off camera, waiting room, and just keep on sleeping until like it, it's my spot and i'm like oh yes this is what i did i've been waiting for you teacher <laughs> <laughs> have you ever pulled all nighters sarah dude i like like pulled all nighters like every other day for like first semester and also this past semester that uh sophomore review like stressed me out wait really <laughs> Yes. Wait, first semester, like, our first semester? Yes. Because you were always, like, banging out and, like, leaving early. Oh, that's because my dad said it wasn't safe to stay up, up, up there 
flat late, so I took everything home to my uh, dorm room. But then <laughs> uh, turned, left the light on, and Samantha had to deal with me. <laughs> That's quite crazy. But I would not recommend it because I did end up in the hospital. So I would not what? recommend. No it. kidding. Yeah. After uh, sophomore review. No, for uh, freshman year, I had a blood clot in my chest, and I stopped. I kind of stopped breathing. <laughs> Jesus. What? Oh my god. Uh, and then, and then it was three days before jury, and then I made a deal with the doctors. Let me go. And I'll come back the next day so I can finish jury. Guys, <laughs> uh, I think I, 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 I did not have like such a big problem, but I know that first semester was so rough. I, 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 I there was one time I pulled like 48 hours straight working. I thought you ended up in the hospital too, Camo, right? Oh, yes, I did actually. I, like, the night I had such a high fever, like, the next day I walked myself to the hospital. They gave you me. Walk- Yes, I live by myself and I have no car. So literally, I was making ice to put on my head while I had a fever. And yeah, the doctor said like stay like three days with no work. I stayed like one day and I was like, yeah, if I stay another day, I won't be able to catch up. (laughs) So I showed up to class. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was rough. But it's quite crazy, like. I only went to the hospital one time and it was not because I was sick. It was because I was an emotional support person for another person. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Really? You, you came to studio saying you went to the emergency room, but it was but you didn't mention that it was for the other person. <laughs> no, I okay. Because I, I didn't. I was like, yeah. <laughs> The, my friend is fine now, okay? She's doing good. But, like, I didn't finish my work, and that's when, like, I got burnt out from studio because that was around, like, the Waffle Project, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one I pulled, like, 48 hours. This one. And my work, like, just to tell you people, your work but your work is never going to be great if you pull 48 hours with no sleep. It's never going to be good. My work was... Sh- it was bad. Telling the people if they're still listening at this point, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Thank you. I am so sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if you keep listening to that podcast, we love you dearly. I feel like this would be the most important question ever. How is your mini Loki doing? <laughs> He's doing very well. Yep. I'm making a throne for him. Yeah, the Mobius curve chair. <laughs> yeah. No, but for those who don't know what we're talking about, Sarah, can you explain to them like what you do in your spare time? In my spare time, I make uh, crochet little uh, characters. I remember you crocheted my dog, which I love. Mm-hmm. I do have on that call my little Thanos that you crocheted <laughs> for me. Thank you for that little gift. That was very cute. I have a, a little Thanos teddy bear right now. <laughs> Honestly, crocheting is like my way of like relaxing, kind of like uh, 
keeping stress off me. Just feeling like yarn through my fingers is just so satisfying. <laughs> yeah, but talking about crochet and stuff, like how do you balance industrial design and your hobbies? How does your schedule look like when it comes down to studio and how do you keep yourself from being overwhelmed? Actually, I don't do hobbies during studio time unless I have to. Like if someone's birthday is coming up and I have to like, okay, I need to give something to them, then I would do it. But other than that, like I'm like, I need to do studio because honestly, I only have like this amount of energy, like a little bit. And I need to like make sure I spend on studio or else I'm in trouble. <laughs> crocheting that's why I submitted to enter into the program because like I don't draw and I I don't really do photography either or I don't know what so I was like for art I guess the only thing I do is crochet really and then like maybe a little bit of CAD and so that's kind of what I submitted What's your favorite part about industrial design? I think it's the building part. It's like the testing and like building with like my hands and like um, putting things together. I just like working with my hands. Although sometimes they don't like listening to me because of my lupus. Like they wouldn't, they would just stop working. But mm. other than that, like I just love working with my hands, like um, putting like book cube like spending like so many hours cutting and gluing things it's enjoyable until a point where you have to do it like redo the same thing too many times and then it just becomes tiring but like i think the first few times it was like really enjoying and i just love that part of the uh, learning and then um the prototyping then do you see yourself like in industrial design like making models i think maybe the, the testing part of it. I feel like that's my favorite part. I can see yeah. myself doing that in the future, maybe. Well, you are extremely good at it. I feel like <laughs> genius level. What is your goal for this next upcoming semester for ID? Survive. <laughs> Other than to survive. We're supposed to learn welding. I, I know my brother, like he's a mechanical engineer. Uh, he got to learn welding. I was like, oh, that's the coolest thing. I'm probably going to regret this. I'm really going to regret it when it's my turn to weld. <laughs> but I thought it was the coolest thing. But um, yeah, I'm probably going to regret that. Wait, I have a question about homeschool. How do you get in college? Like, is there any type of test? No, like... Because, like, you know, in high school, we have, you have, like, tests, like, to, you pass it and it proves that you have a level to go to college. Mm -hmm. How did you, how does it work in homeschool, I guess? Well, in Texas, you don't have to report anything um, at all. <laughs> so, every, so my mom, uh, we grew up not doing tests at all um, because she didn't believe in tests. Because in tests, like you only learn for what the what's on the test, rather than trying to learn the thing, and so uh, that's that was her uh, method of teaching. Um, so when uh, I like we all did dual credit at Lone Star College, and so 
because I had trouble, the only way to get accommodations for me was to take that test um, for the cognitive test and get actually diagnosed with problems. And I had mm. a lot. <laughs> and so yeah. that's how I actually got accommodations. And then uh, to get into Lone Star, you had tests and then the like the TSI or the TSI. I passed the TSI. Yeah. So you had to take the TSI in order to get into the community college. And so I, I and then I started doing tests. And then I also did the SAT and ACT. Um, to that, that's the test that they look at. Uh, and also, and like my mom just made up some grades for mm-hmm. high school. <laughs> yeah, I, I passed the TSI. I came with my high school degree, and they were like, uh, "We don't get French, so we believe that you did not really go to high school, but you can pass that test, and if you pass it, that probably proves that you went to." high school so i passed it for the first time nice yes i barely passed the writing section oh yeah the (laughs) writing section right personally i started caring i started not caring about grade after high school Hmm. because like even me when i left high school like, I had put so much effort into stuff that I didn't really care. Like, I say effort. Of course, I was procrastinating. I wasn't really working. But in my eyes, at the time, I was putting a lot of effort. And, like, then comes, you know, like the... I don't know how you call... Uh, in Ivory Coast, like, we passed the baccalaureate. Like, at the end of high school, that's all you get into college. And I passed it, and I barely passed. And I was, like, so disappointed because I had put put so much effort into it. And then I was like, maybe I'm a failure. But an architect saw like my sketches and was like, do you want to do an internship at 17? And I was like, what? And I went there and I did good. And they let me like draw. They gave me the, I, I drew like gift card for the customers. And that's when I was like, oh, so maybe I'm good at something. And yeah, you said I'm good at sketching. That's the only good thing I can do. <laughs> That's all I have to. <laughs> but when I, I did that, I was like, oh, so high school cannot like accurately say how well you do in life. Like, because it's it's broad. Like in to be good in high school, you have to be good at everything. Yep. But that's not how life works. Nope. <laughs> you you 90 you know, percent of the things you learn in school you probably won't use <laughs> yes i agree so yeah in high school you you're supposed to be good at everything but in college and i think in real life you're supposed to be good at certain things and then you team up with somebody that's good at what you're bad at and that's mm-hmm. how you that's how you succeed in life that's why i'm doing a lot better in college than i did in high school i agree me too Literally, when I met you, Sarah Wong, it made me want to focus more on sketching instead of getting better at modeling. I was like, oh, so what you gonna do? You gonna get better at her in modeling? You know what? Just just get better at sketching and team up with her. <laughs> and you're gonna be a badass team. 
There is no point in feeling like a rivalry against Sarah Wong. Like, you're dumb if you do that. Yeah, there's the sketchers and there's the builders. And during my internship at NASA, I actually uh, got to meet an architect uh, there. And then she said that for in order for like a firm to succeed, they have to have like the alternating uh, personalities. So so like mm. they had to have like the drawer and they had to have the builder in this like the high up the highest position there had to be one of each if both of them were the same then she said the firm does not do well because wow. she had firms before she said there has to be the balance between them so that one person with the str- with the, the strengths and then the other with the other strengths yeah if they if both we... are too similar then it's just not going to work <laughs> Did we mention that Sarah Wong did an internship at NASA? Can you walk us through that? Really, that will be the last question. Uh, it was a drafting internship, and then um, it was a lot of reading. And one of the projects was this electrical switch gear, and uh, they were trying to get it renewed or like replaced. They wanted to get it replaced, and so you had to uh, make the put uh, together a case for headquarters say hey the switch gear needs to be replaced and so I tried to kind of uh, uh, write something for it but writing isn't my strongest point they're very gracious <laughs> my, my boss they're very gracious I will say I don't think I did a very good job but I think <laughs> probably how do you even there. get in NASA like how do you even get an internship there I sent a resume I applied <laughs> where like you, on the uh, website yeah there's an internship website it's fun <laughs> they have a lot of space talks and it's a lot of fun to listen to them and then you get like sometimes there's an astronaut talk or they explain like the newest latest and greatest what their missions are or like, oh, the rocket they're working on. Do you want to share your Instagram or your Loki Instagram? With people? <laughs> uh, my Loki Instagram is uh, Adventures with Mischief with uh, a period in between each word. And my Instagram is Sarah underscore J underscore Wong. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for letting us interview you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being with us and thank you for being, you know, kind of a model in what we want, like what level we want to get, but also like helping so many people. Like I know so many people and that's why we love you because like you're always done to tell other people how to make as good as you do. And yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that's a wrap. Goodbye, guys. Welcome to the first bloopers reel of Sorry I'm in Studio. I hope you enjoy. We're <laughs> hitting like 40 minutes. And have you texted her? No, I haven't. Hold on. I, well, I think she's doing it on purpose. She wants us to keep talking so that we get more content. <laughs> yeah. <I> was... <laughs> no, like just call her because I texted her. <laughs> Hold on, I'm calling her right now. <laughs> yes. The interview call- is over. <laughs> yes, so other people keep listening. We're calling our boss. Yes. <laughs>
Man, we should do that on the podcast. <laughs> Every interview we call Amber. <laughs> she... Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message. Okay, I would like to say Amber is at her house right now. So she should pick up her phone. <laughs> Let's try again. <laughs> save, save us. <laughs> oh, boy. If she doesn't pick up, I'm literally going to scream into the phone. <laughs> Hello. No one is oh my god, she call. left me on voicemail. I'm gonna quote a TikTok. Amber, I know um, modern technology is a little bit foreign to you, but when I call you, you pick up the phone. Okay, I love you, bye. Can you reach me? No, you can't. Team and I hope you have a great summer and remember follow us on Instagram at sorry I'm the studio.